Support for Real Humans by Gina Kaufman comes from Grandma's Office Catering. One bank teller instead of the usual five. Slow, fast food lines. Simply not enough staff. Grandma's Office Catering avoided the mass exodus with the respect, appreciation, better wages, and now health insurance. That's how Grandma continues to wow. Grandma'sCatering.com. Hey, Kansas City. You're listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman, a weekly podcast from KCUR Studios. On this episode, March is here. Spring Watch 2022 has officially begun. It's going to be beautiful. I can feel it. Only problem is there's a lot of trash littering our parks and our streets. And maybe it seems like no one cares, but... They throw it out. I'm going to pick it up. It's just my life. Someone definitely cares. For years, I thought... For me to be out here doing this, I thought sure that other people would jump in. Uh Uh-uh. When I come to meet Minnie Mitchell for her daily trash collecting stroll. Hello. Hi. How are you? She's standing in her driveway wearing a track suit and loading up a compact cart with supplies. Trash bags, yard waste bags, ammonia spray, a broom and dustpan, a metal claw for grabbing. She is not joking around. Minnie is petite. The cart comes up higher than her waist, and she pushes it down Agnes Avenue, just east of 71 Highway, every day. Cold, hot, no matter. She's 72, and she does move slowly. But she's plenty agile, darting without hesitation into neighbors' lawns when she spots an errant piece of paper or empty can. She drags overturned recycling bins from the curb right up to doorsteps, gently placing them right side up before moving on. As she walks her route, people shout from passing cars. Hey! They call her Miss Minnie. She's famous in this part of Kansas City because she's been out here doing this for nearly 50 years. She cleans her own side street, as well as Gregory Boulevard, right off the highway. And her cleanup efforts don't stop with trash. She has a lawnmower, and she's not afraid to use it. I can mow some grass. On other people's lawns. I know that if I can help you, I'm going to help you. Whether you help me or not, I mean, help me pick the trash up or not out of your yard, that don't bother me. And some of them tell me, say, don't mow that yard because the girl's boyfriend and her son's there. I said, listen here, I'm not even looking at that. I'm looking at the yard. By the time Minnie hits her route tomorrow, the streets will look exactly the way she found them today and the day before and the day before that. Litter always comes back. I started noticing the trash strewn around Kansas City's parks and boulevards a long time ago. But it didn't really start bothering me until the pandemic. When I was in my 20s living in a small one-bedroom apartment without a balcony or patio, I complained to an older poet about my lack of outdoor space. She corrected me, pointing out the many beautiful front lawns that belonged to me personally. And then she proceeded to name Kansas City's parks one by one. That idea of parks as our communal lawns really stuck with me. And for a while, I could just edit out all the random stuff littering my view. Plastic bags, empty bottles, crumpled fast food wrappers. I didn't let them ruin otherwise lovely settings for picnics, walks, and sunsets. But in 2020, either the trash problem got worse 
or I lost my energy for these feats of selective vision. So about a year ago, I asked Roosevelt Lyons about it. He was the deputy parks director at the time, and he confirmed what my personal annoyance had suggested. The amount of trash and litter that people leave behind, that has become really, really apparent as park usage picked up. So who's supposed to be dealing with that? Well, this is where things get tricky. If we're talking supposed to, people are supposed to put their trash somewhere other than the ground. But Casey Parks is trying to figure something out since they don't. The city does employ a small maintenance crew, and those folks do collect trash, but they collect it from receptacles, combing through the underbrush to gather everything from soda straw wrappers to syringes isn't part of the job description. Kelly Jander joined the Parks Department right before the pandemic, and she created a program called Casey Parks Ambassadors. It's a core of about 130 volunteers putting in regular hours, picking up other people's garbage in the parks and on the boulevards. That's a pretty strong showing for a program that's only been around, what, two years? But even 130 volunteers picking up trash every week isn't enough. The thing is, we have 221 parks in Kansas City, and there is so much trash in each and every one of them. This past Wednesday, 50 people gathered at Penn Valley Park to pick up trash together. I joined their ranks for an hour, and in that time, I cleared all the trash from a cluster of trees where a lot of junk had accumulated in the dreary winter months. It felt deeply satisfying. And yet, I became keenly aware that the effort-to-outcome ratio wasn't working in my favor. I'd cleaned a fraction of a fraction of one park out of hundreds. I had temporarily beautified a little thicket in a city with more than 12,000 acres of parkland. I plucked all kinds of things, styrofoam bits, cigarette boxes, a single sunglasses lens, even a dirty diaper. Sorry, I know that's gross, and I will admit that when I saw the diaper, my gut reaction was, okay, that's where I draw the line, I'm not handling that. But my next thought was, I'm standing here in work gloves, carrying a trash bag at a park cleanup event. If I don't pick up this dirty diaper, who will? The truth is, Trash gets removed from our green spaces the same way it gets there in the first place. Regular people making everyday choices. I was driving around, I would just kind of, over the years, see the trash just building up. Yeah. And I'd kind of get that, like, negative kind of feeling, kind of like self-righteousness, I guess. That's volunteer trash picker-upper. Aaron DeWitt. Why isn't anyone doing anything about this trash, kind of? <laughs> and then I realize that um, it's something that I can kind of take action on, and I, you know, I have the capability to also pick up trash. So I just decided one day to make it kind of my thing. Aaron grew up in rural Ohio doing 4-H. I grew up on a farm, like 100 acres, and just a small like beef family hobby farm. Um, with about 40 head of cattle. But when he moved to Kansas City in 2004, he was utterly flabbergasted by the litter situation here. And then he noticed that with every passing day, it kept getting worse. So he started picking up trash on Cliff Drive a couple times a month. Nothing formal, just small occasional efforts whenever a little free time opened up. Then he discovered a volunteer group picking up trash at Truce Lake Park on Saturday mornings, and he got involved, 
And now he leads his own park ambassadors group every Monday, picking up trash on Paseo. And yes, he does have a job. He makes up for his Mondays away from the office by putting in extra hours in the early mornings and later in the evenings. Aaron wishes people would stop littering, but... I don't want people thinking it's okay to litter (laughs) because, you know, people enjoy picking up trash. But I really do. It's a meditative thing for me to get outside and... um, and just take a walk and do something proactive about a problem that I see. Even though sometimes I have to go back to like the same spots, like I can I can get out there, I can put my shoes on and, and take a bag and, and feel like I made a difference, like a real difference. And um, I don't know if it matters to other people, but it matters to me and I think it matters to the environment, you know, and the animals and, and nature. He says people often think he's either a city employee or that he's out doing punitive community service hours, like the last how many hours he's got to serve. But why he's really doing it is about something deeper and much more personal. It's also kind of maybe silly to say, but one thing running around in my mind as I'm picking up trash is, uh, well, as previously mentioned, I'm a country boy from the 90s. So it's a Garth Brooks song, and it talks about, um, I do this so uh, the world will know that it will not change me. And it's just about kind of keeping that space inside of me that is of service and like hope and like possibility and just kind of keeping that alive. Aaron DeWitt is relatively new to being a habitual litter collector. Minnie Mitchell is not. She's been living in the same house in the noble neighborhood for 50 years and picking up trash for almost as long. Her now legendary trash routine started out small when her kids were little. And I would always pick up trash while they ride their bike, little bikes, you know. And that gave me something to do. And they would like to pick up trash. And I thought it was the best thing ever. At first, her husband did not care for this new habit. Not out of any kind of criticism, just... He was scared for me. Minnie's husband had people interrogating him about what she was doing out there. Did she really have to stick her nose in other people's trash? As far as she was concerned, she did. Walking past litter without doing something about it became physically impossible for her. Plus, I always read where a clean neighborhood is a safe neighborhood. And I said, oh, yeah. The day I went out trash picking with Miss Minnie, she crisscrossed heavy traffic to snag bottle caps and food wrappers so brazenly that at least four separate times I was honestly afraid she would not make it out alive. She knows what she's doing, I quickly learned, but her route bridging a highway and a residential area is not for the faint of heart. Most of the people she passes are fans, but not all of them. One guy cussed her out, calling her a nut and accusing her of snooping for the city. Minnie says longtime residents have gotten used to her. Newer neighbors do greet her with suspicion, at least at first. They are not used to nobody going to the street and picking up trash every day. Some people have told me, people don't do this. People don't do what you do. But they're wrong. People absolutely do this. Aaron DeWitt and Minnie Mitchell don't know each other. But they have the same idea. And they're not alone. They're just outnumbered. There's more littering than cleaning up, and it would take a trash army to correct that. But they're also outnumbered, quite frankly, by people like me, people who look around at the litter and wonder why someone isn't dealing with that. 
when Minnie goes out on her route, she loads up her cart with a few extra pairs of work gloves in varying sizes in case anyone offers to help. That's it. Thanks for listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman. It's based on a column I write for KCUR.org. Gabe Rosenberg edits that column with photos by Carlos Moreno. Mackenzie Martin and Trevor Grandin edit the podcast with music from Blue Dot Sessions. You can subscribe in all the usual places, and you can talk to me on Twitter. I'm at Gina KCUR. Until next week, take it easy, Casey.